Hey, hey everyone, back again. Today, I wanna to answer a question that I've gotten quite a lot via Instagram and Patreon and, and on YouTube and e emails and stuff about how I got into this stuff, like philosophy and theory, um, and what, what I'm doing now. Now, before jumping into that, if you're new here, welcome, I'm David. I try to explain philosophical texts in a somewhat accessible way. That is, I just present individual texts uh, so that, you know, you can help you understand them more fully on your philosophical journey, maybe. Uh, if not, it can at least supplement the knowledge you already have, maybe. Uh, and I'd like to hear from you, so make sure to comment and stuff. And if you want to follow me anywhere other than here, you can find me on Instagram, where I'm obviously, uh, you can you can reach me there if anyone wants to send a message and or chat a bit, I, I'm, I'm available. Um, if you want to help me out, you can like, share, subscribe. If you want to help me out monetarily, you can do that via Patreon or PayPal. Uh, but obviously no pressure and yeah that's pretty much it so let's jump into i guess a brief story time um where i guess the roots of this my interest in this stuff actually began in high school uh where i was doing uh, quite a bit of sports and my coach for running and, and basketball had actually done his master's degree on marcuse uh, and he'd mentioned that and i had like kind of a faint uh, interest in academia and, and kind of valorizing like these higher forms of education at, at that young age but I didn't know anything um, and I didn't know Marcuse but that was certainly laying the foundations for my interest in, in higher education and he also recommended you know uh, me reading a bunch of other other things and I was interested in literature but at the time it reflected certainly a kind of white western literary canon so texts like Brave New World, 1984, Catcher in the Rye, uh, you know, the uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Catch-22, all dead white dudes. Um, so I was obviously indoctrinated into that tradition, much to my uh, chagrin, at least today, uh, when I reflect upon that. But in any case, that kind of set the, the tone for my, my interest in this stuff. And then from there, uh, if anyone is from Quebec here, you would know that after high school, you go to a thing called uh, CEGEP which is like an intermediary between high school and university, where you take essentially university level courses for a fraction of the price. And it's, as a kind of propaganda thing right now, uh, I will just say it's a great system in that it allows people to learn what they like without spending thousands of dollars on tuition. So they can find out what they're interested in. Uh, and then when they actually go to apply to university, if they choose to, they won't have spent so much money trying to figure out what they want to do. But when I was there, I went to uh, a sage up called John Abbott, which is on the West Island of, of Montreal, where I took some philosophy classes, specifically uh, philosophy classes by a, a woman named Irini Sakiri, who really uh, opened my eyes to a lot of these things. And I don't know if she's still uh, working there or if anyone here has gone to John Abbott or knows her, but she's really great. Um, thinker and really passionate about this stuff. But as well, I began to take some English classes and sociology classes that I found uh, illuminating. But at the time, really my interest was in math, which is maybe surprising. Um, and still to this day, I love math. I, I, even though I don't really keep up with it, I, I find it a fascinating topic. And if I were to have done anything else in university, I would have done math, like without a doubt. And then after that, that is after Sejep, I, uh, I went to Bishop's University, which is a small university in uh, the eastern townships in a small town called Lennoxville in uh, Quebec. 
where I did English and I was really indoctrinated into literary theory, which was a very uh, cool thing for me that is learning about deconstruction and, and all that. But surprisingly, at uh, Bishop's, when I was in English, I was actually uh, exposed to a lot of Baudrillard's thought, which is it's surprising because it's not really um, all that common <laughs> to be reading Baudrillard in university aside from a few kind of key texts, but quite a few of the props I had had actually done uh, quite a bit of work with Baudrillard. And it was shortly after I began there, I guess in my, I think in my second year, third year, I had actually grabbed a minor in sociology where I began to work or take classes with uh, Jerry Coulter. And if anyone is familiar with Baudrillard studies at all, you'd know that he uh, founded the Journal of Baudrillard Studies or the International Journal of Baudrillard Studies. And that really fomented my interest in uh, Baudrillard's work. And that was really kind of uh, dominated my thinking at that time, and even though I was still kind of drawing from a kind of Frankfurt School uh, set of ideas. At the time though, of course, I didn't, I didn't really understand what was going on. I just liked to drop names around and pretend I was smart uh, with like Marcuse and stuff. I began to be interested in people like Foucault and, and, and uh, Baudrillard a lot, and really pretending like I knew what was going on <laughs> with that stuff there as well. And then after uh, Bishops, I applied uh, and, and began doing my master's at uh, University of Western Ontario in a program called Theory and Criticism, in which I, where I wrote my master's thesis about uh, Baudrillard and posthumanism that was titled The Mirror of Humanism. And I'll, I'll attach a link to that uh, below if anyone's interested. I, <laughs> I looked at it recently, it's not very good. Uh, it essentially is just a critique of posthumanism through uh, kind of Baudrillardian lens. But I wrote that a few years ago. Um, and I also wrote in that time uh, a critique of Jordan Peterson's work, which I can also put a link to here if anyone's interested in that. And then I began, after that, I moved from that department to media studies, still at the University of Western Ontario, to do some work on conspiracy theories. And I thought that media studies was a good fit for me because it was um, a little bit more topical. That is, it was nice to work with theory, theory and, and criticism, but it at times felt a little bit detached from uh, stuff that I was, you know, experiencing in my day-to-day -day life. Uh, and so I wanted to have something a little bit more uh, grounded maybe, and also looking to the future, media studies is kind of a burgeoning uh, field to some extent. And so I, I was thinking it might be a little bit more um, lucrative in the long run. So I began uh, and, and media studies and published another article on Baudrillard and uh, titled Baudrillard's Binaries, which I can, I don't think I can link because it's, I think it's behind institutional paywalls and stuff, which is, which is a real shame. Um, yeah, and so in media studies, at least my doctorate is specifically about conspiracy theories and their relationship to truth without saying too, too much about it. Uh, maybe one day if I ever finish it, I'll do a more full length thing about what I tried to argue. Um, but that's kind of, on its way, and I've just recently, I should have another article coming out on Vaporwave, uh, which I'm sure some people would find interesting, but that's like pretty much my basic uh, journey. I started this channel sometime in the second year, I think, of my uh, master's degree, particularly because I was, I was dissatisfied with the amount of knowledge I had about these things that I was supposed to know about, and so I just began to read. Uh, a lot and this helped me to kind of 
uh, motivate me to keep reading, which has been helpful for me now. So after, for those unfamiliar, at least in some doctoral programs, what you do in your second year uh, is do what's, at least in my department, called the comprehensive exam or the fields exam, in which you demonstrate your proficiency in the, in the canon of, of the thing you're discussing. And I was worried, partly, that I would stop reading after that. That is, I, I would know everything I needed to know, and that would be it. So this channel has kept me reading things because I feel like I have to keep putting stuff up. And it's a really great way for me not only to be reading things, but to be taking notes and preparing them and to be able to put them in uh, somewhat accessible language, which I think is in part one of the difficulties of, of this field. That is, it's it's too easy to get caught in a kind of esoteric or um, exclusive uh, field of, of possible words in favor of more accessible uh, speech. And yeah, so I hope to keep doing this uh, for at least another year after I do my doctorate. If I do indeed finish it, um, it'll probably be more difficult for me to keep doing uh, videos because I'll have to be looking for jobs and, and publishing and all, all that type of stuff. So yeah, I, that's pretty much my, my shtick, my spiel. And if anyone has any more questions, I'd love to uh, field them. And yeah, catch you next time.